A chance meeting at high altitude made music history. Freddie, Brian, John, and Roger were stuck on a song. It just wasn't working, and the album was incomplete. What they were working on just wasn't right. Luckily, there was another artist who just happened to be in the building recording his own album just down the hall. This happy coincidence led to one of the greatest collaborations of all time. I'm Kelly, and this is Through the Lens. From the first Dum 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 Da Da Dum Dum, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie solidified itself as one of the most influential and fun pop rock songs of all time. But like the song would indicate, it was a pretty tense situation. A room full of highly creative individuals who all had larger-than-life personalities led to some, let's say, differences. The song itself was basically a sing-off between Mercury and Bowie. And the listeners won. Despite creative and personality differences, both Queen and David Bowie were generous with their credit for each element of the song and they were all listed as writers. At this point, I'm sure you're wondering why I'm spending so much time on a song from the 80s. Well, first of all, it's an iconic song, and as the kids would say, it's a certified bop. Secondly, it goes with our topic. Vacuums perform under pressure. Let's take a look through the lens at the vacuum coating process. To go back to basics, Let's go to Dan. So you might be asking yourself, what exactly is vacuum coating? Vacuum coatings are used to protect and enhance everything from medical tools to aerospace parts. They help objects resist wear, friction, harsh chemicals, and heat so they'll last longer. Unlike other protective coatings and optically enhancing coatings, thin film deposition or vacuum coatings don't bring unwanted side effects. Other coating techniques run the risk of knocking a tool out of tolerance by adding too much thickness so that the part doesn't perform like it was designed to or is not assembled into its bezel or holder like it would be. Optically vacuum coatings add reflective layers or layers with varying refractive indices that help manipulate light to achieve very specific functions. Vacuum coating technologies give you the best of both worlds, performance and protection. But what is a vacuum coating exactly? Vacuum coating, also known as thin film deposition, is a vacuum chamber driven process whereby a very thin and steady layer of coating is applied to the surface of a substrate, protecting it or enhancing it from different forces that might wear it down, decrease its efficiency, or helps improve its optical performance. Vacuum coatings are extremely thin, ranging in 0.25 up to 10 microns, or 0.01 to 0.4 thousandths of an inch in thickness. There are several types and uses of vacuum coatings. Today we'll discuss an array of technologies to get you familiar with the systems used in the industry and a few end application uses. It's time for a sidebar. 
If you haven't seen the 1987 cinematic masterpiece Spaceballs, you need to pause this podcast and go watch it immediately. I'll wait. Now that it's been a hilarious and heartwarming 96 minutes, let's get back into it. The movie Spaceballs features so many pop culture references, from John Hurt's chest-exploding alien, to Joan Rivers as a C-3PO-inspired android and dark helmet, need I say more. This movie had audiences rolling in their seats. It also did a really great job at poking fun at the never-ending enclave of licensed products that surround Hollywood movies. Like Spaceballs, the toilet paper, Spaceballs, the lunchbox, Spaceballs, the flamethrower. There was even a little stuffed yogurt that said, may the Schwartz be with you. But perhaps my favorite part of the movie was that their Death Star was really just a giant robotic maid with a vacuum cleaner. The Mega Maid was designed to suck all of the breathable air away from a planet for the benefit of the villainous planet Spaceball. Don't worry, though. The heroes end up winning because, like all sci-fi villains, they leave the off switch exposed. It really was rather convenient. Back to the show. There are really three major types of vacuum deposition processes used in the optical world. Those are electron beam or E-beam, magnetron sputtering, and atomic layer deposition. These are the three key technologies used in optics, but there are more. Um, For our purposes, I'll touch upon these three and kind of give a brief overview. When utilizing an electron beam vacuum deposition process or E-beam, source materials in a coating chamber are either vaporized using heating or electron beam bombardment of powder or granular substances. The subsequent vapor condenses upon the optical surfaces and via precision computer control of heating, vacuum levels, substrate location, and rotation during the deposition process results in conformal optical coatings of a pre-specified optical thickness. E-beam coatings can be enhanced using an ion beam to assist the deposition procedure. In an ion-assisted coating, an ion beam within the vacuum chamber is aimed at the substrates, and the substrates are bombarded with this ion beam prior to deposition of the evaporative materials. The results of this bombardment is an increase in the adhesion energy of the material to the substrate, which creates an optical coating with a denser and more robust bond that may also reduce stresses. E-beam coatings are advantageous for polymerics optics because they are simple and flexible. E-beam coatings also process in a more rapid fashion in a batch scenario as compared to magnetron sputtering coatings, which make them ideal for high volume commercial applications. An additional benefit of E-beam coatings is a water wider array of less expensive evaporative materials. Magnetron sputter targets are traditionally far more expensive than the evaporative materials used in the electron beam or E-beam process. Magnetron sputtering is a deposition technology involving a vapor gas plasma, which is produced and confined to the same space as the desired deposition material or the evaporative target. The surface of the target is bombarded by high energy ions within the plasma and the atoms which come free from the target bombardment process travel through the vacuum chamber in order to be deposited onto the substrate. 
When the loose atoms are deposited onto the desired substrate, they form a thin film. Magnetron sputtering is advantageous as it doesn't require evaporation or melting of source materials, allowing for exotic material experimentation and novel coating film applications. ALD, or atomic layer deposition, is a vapor phase technique used to deposit thin films onto a substrate. The process of ALD involves the surface of a substrate being exposed to alternating precursors, which do not overlap but instead are introduced sequentially. In each alternate pulse, the precursor molecule reacts with the surface in a self-limiting way. This ensures that the reaction stops once all of the reactive sites on the substrate have been used. A complete ALD cycle is determined by the nature of the precursor surface interaction. The ALD cycle can be preformed multiple times to increase the layers of the thin film depending on the requirements. The process of ALD is often performed at lower temperatures, which is beneficial when working with substrates that are fragile and some thermally unstable precursors can still be employed with ALD as long as the deposition rate is slow. A wide range of materials can be deposited using ALD, including oxides, metals, sulfides, fluorides, and there's a wide range of properties that these coatings can exhibit depending on the application. The ALD process is widely used as it provides ultra-thin nanolayers in an extremely precise manner on a variety of substrates, including micron to submicron sized particles. The nanolayers achieved with the ALD are by nature conformal and pinhole-free. The application range of atomic layer deposition is vast, and that is why it has become a popular tool to develop nano coatings and thin films. One of the most popular applications for the use of ALD thin films is the semiconductor manufacturing industry, as electronics become miniaturized. The thin films and coatings produced using ALD help to make these products even smaller, yet, and maintain high standard performance as we demand in our consumer electronics. The use of particle ALD or PALD to deposit simple and complex metal oxide nanocoatings around each tiny particle that makes up powder coating on the anode and cathode electrodes in lithium ion batteries is becoming increasingly popular, as it has been shown to improve the lifetime of the battery, increase the battery's capacity, and significantly improve safety. The increased use of ALD in the manufacturing of lithium ion batteries is also largely due to uh, different patent and intellectual property for ALD coating. Nano-coated catalysts are another application of ALD. These coatings can result in catalysts that are more thermally stable. They can be used to modify the chemical or physical properties of the catalyst or tailored to the selectivity of the catalyst based on its process conditions. Atomic layer deposition is also gaining popularity in the biomedical industry, especially with the increase of nanoporous materials being used in drug delivery tissue engineering, and implants. Customers have you feeling under pressure to deliver? Contact NACL. With fast response, faster quotes, and the fastest lead time, we're here to help. Connect with the experts at NACL.com today. Vacuum applied thin films are effective as they give optical designers the ability to change the refractive index of their substrate multiple times over to help produce destructive interference or constructive interference of light, which produces anti-reflective and filter coatings. 
Additionally, thin metallic layers can be used to create positioning and focusing mirrors for various applications. The films used in vacuum coatings are so thin they provide the added benefit of not adding any mechanically measurable thickness to the optical surface. This helps with assembly. In many cases, the vacuum deposited thin films are so minor that they will not affect the measurable flatness of an optically polished or diamond turned surface. This is extremely important when transmission of light is critical to the end user's application. A good analogy to keep in mind is that of a medieval knight. In medieval time, knights would wear heavy forged steel armor that would make them slow and prone to rapid attack. Vacuum coating technologies take substrates and instead of covering them in thin, clunky, heavy material that decreases their manufacturability and optical performance, it actually enhances their effectiveness in their given application. Vacuum coatings are like Kevlar armor for optics. They're lightweight, high performance, and improve the all-around effectiveness of the optic they're deposited on. that about wraps up this episode of Through the Lens. Hopefully you've learned a little bit about the technology that allows coating manufacturers to enhance optics. Before we go, I do want to talk about one more thing. The baseline of Under Pressure and its remarkable similarity to another beat. In the mid-90s, an up-and-coming rapper had a massive hit. In it, he demanded that you stop, collaborate, and then listen. When asked about the similarities between his song Ice Ice Baby and Under Pressure, Rob Van Winkle, aka Vanilla Ice, said the bass lines were completely different. He said that Under Pressure went dum 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 da da dum dum, dum 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 da da dum dum, while his went dum 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 da da dum dum, dum 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 da da dum dum. No one was fooled and Vanilla Ice had to pay the price for using the baseline without permission. I guess you could say he found himself under pressure. See you next time, Through the Lens.